What's up, Legends? Welcome back to another episode of the Local Legends Podcast. This is our third speakeasy session, and if this is your first time, welcome to the speakeasy. We tell real town success stories. So I wake up between 4 and 5 a.m. every morning. I uh, don't check my email. I, I chug 12 ounces of water, drink some coffee, listen to West Side Gun, and drive down to the corner of 3rd and Court to lift something heavy. I've been active my entire life, played on the men's soccer team at Shawnee State, but I've been following this specific early morning protocol of this 4 or 5 a.m. routine religiously for about two or three years. It hasn't gotten any easier. Waking up early sucks. I'm sore. I'm tired. My mind nearly berates me with negative self-talk the entire time. Things like, you're not ready to face the day. This is going to hurt. It's pretty cold out there. Check your email. You have other things to do. You forgot to do that yesterday. Check your email. And I go down to the gym anyway. Uh, I don't check my email. I walk out a completely different person than I walk in. And as my body's gotten stronger, so has my mind. And today I want to talk about that relationship between the iron and the soul. Let's get into it. The new Local Legends Podcast. <laughs> Real small town success stories. We have quite the lineups. To the speakeasy. The amount of love and compassion. The hope that's been bubbling up in the last few years. The finer things about Portsmouth. You just don't see that everywhere. Local legends only. So I like the Glockners and a lot of people that I'm close with today, joined the fitness community at PSKC to stay fit. But uh, what we've gained from being a part of that community is something that I didn't at all anticipate. For starters, my job and initial introduction to the Glockners, a lot of that was predicated on being part of the same fitness community and family. I know through mutual suffering and striving towards excellence together that you mutually start talking about your aspirations in life together and it kind of bleeds over it's definitely no mistake that multiple other gyms and fitness communities were born inside of pskc from other members and they went on to do impactful things and to affect the people around them for the better and i think most of all what makes this community special is while you break your routine and get out of the domain you're comfortable in uh, you truly grow in ways that you wouldn't if you just stuck to what you know, if you didn't kind of jump into the fray, which is often, you know, <laughs> CrossFit specifically, it's like kind of playing Russian roulette with fitness. Like you don't know what you're going to do from one day to the next. And the workouts are always different and uh, favor people that are better at different things. So, um, you know, it's really about being the best generalist, which means that you're going to do things that are inherently uncomfortable to you and not your area of expertise. 
you're going to fail a lot. That's, a, that's also a special part about this community is failing together. Another thing I've gained, which um, I didn't anticipate, was just being friends with people that are better than me. Now, guys, specifically, I'm talking to the men that are listening. If you haven't had the pleasure of getting your ass kicked by a woman half your size and twice your age, <laughs> that's a good place to start. Really, uh, that will help you question your natural biases about the opposite sex and just the assumptions about other people in general. It's a, it's a humbling experience um, to be around people that are better than you in multiple different ways and then affirming them in that. I can also attest that uh, my wife destroys me in almost every workout, so I'm very familiar with this feeling. I also experience a sense of clarity um, that I have only experienced elsewhere in like prayer and meditation and it's a for me i consider it a brilliant start to my morning that all my other uh, cares and worries and responsibilities are temporarily sidelined and instead uh, i go to that meditative space um, and i get to really escape the digital and do real things listen uh, the tech that we're using has all kinds of emotional and uh, psychological and mental impact on us from uh, not spending time in the real world. And so uh, we have to diffuse those things and kind of snap back into reality and feel what is really real, feel your heart race. And uh, through doing real hard things, it's provided me with a better point of reference when I tackle the rest of my day. So maybe the project that I'm working on doesn't feel quite as intimidating as that workout that was just a part of where, you know, I went into it, thought there was no way I could finish it and survived. There's also a point in my life when I was working around the house and I realized that like as I was stopping and like looking at my phone or just on social media that I actually liked myself and what I was putting on social media more than I liked myself in real life. And that was a like a painful moment of realization and actually um, a, a moment of realization that I needed to change that. And so going to the gym every morning and uh, just doing something physical um, really helps me, uh, has helped me orient, reorient myself and build confidence in the real world. Just the little things, like I, I walk into rooms differently. I, you know, posture myself differently than I did when I felt like I was at my, you know, lowest point as far as my physical fitness. I was telling BJ Stewart this at Honitoya the other day um, that you know I would like slouch more to kind of hide my stomach or what I, you know, like my own insecurities kind of thing. And so um, as those insecurities melted away through you know, uh, losing weight and my body composition changing. It completely changed the state of mind that I was walking into and um, just my confidence that I felt in my relationships with other people. And then there's plenty of uh, physical benefits for me just through physical training, which have been, you know, less anxiety, like I mentioned, better sleep and the self-confidence thing, of course. Now, this is not a CrossFit endorsement, but I am enjoying and want to talk about the idea of moving our body and the implications that that could have on um, just our everyday life and our impact here in the city. We get so caught up as entrepreneurs, like dreaming and trying to build the future that we neglect the present and uh, things like <laughs> lifting heavy things, uh, group fitness, um, and just physical fitness going for a run snap you back to the present. Um, 
it's an important mental exercise and uh, to engage with the present is something that I'm not naturally good at doing you know uh, I'm a I'm a dreamer I'm constantly thinking and I can uh, you know be kind of spacey or lofty in thought um, when I should really just be enjoying what's in front of me whether it's my wife or my kids or um, uh, just the present in general good friends you know it's no it's no secret and I'm not implying that modern science and blood pressure medication and those things keep, keep us alive for longer but the question is are we really living and are we going to live through um, the amazing renaissance that we're a part of there's a difference between health span and lifespan the one story that I want to share is from my friend Michelle Pennywit who at the gym we, we call her Bibbs and Bibbs is in her 50s and she is an incredible athlete uh, you know I'm 27 and there's plenty of occasions that I have trouble keeping up depending on the workout and uh, one morning she told me that as a home health nurse a lot of the patients that she's tending to, you know, that she has to lift out of bed herself, uh, are younger than her. And that's a disturbing reality. And I, I don't tell that story to be harsh or critical. You know, there's so many factors that go into people's personal health. I don't just write it off as plain laziness. But we have to be honest with ourselves that there are some connections between the poor health that we see in Sayota County and uh, economic depression and cultural depression and just like the mental states that the people in the city are in our lack of uh, unity and disjointedness um, that we can see in everyday life and as we rise out of this and are actively engaging in bringing the city back in this amazing renaissance that we're a part of we have to look at the whole picture people are more than their jobs and we cut so much joy and impact and capability out of our lives if our only aim is to make more money or drive a nicer car. And the Glockners know that. That's why they take the profits that they make from their legacy business. And instead of just throwing all their profit into the stock market, uh, they invest in the community to bring people a better quality of life. Uh, when the community thrives, we're going to thrive. When people thrive just as a person, um, then economically we'll thrive, socially we'll thrive. And our mind, our body, and our spirit work the same way. Our, our city cannot reach its full potential if we are not striving to be the best, our best selves across all domains and are neglecting any of those categories. So at Pace KC, there's a Henry Rollins quote on the wall. Pain is not my enemy. It's my call to greatness. And when I first met Dale, we chopped it up a bit uh, about Henry because as a fellow punk kid, people like Henry were my inspiration. Um, so I wanted to end with a writing from Henry. It's called uh, The Iron and the Soul. And I think this sums it up. Life is capable of driving you out of your mind. The way it all comes down these days, it's some kind of a miracle if you're not insane. People have become separate from their bodies. They are no longer whole. I see them move from their offices to their cars and onto their suburban homes. They stress out constantly, they lose sleep, they eat badly, and they behave badly. Their egos run wild, they become motivated by that which will eventually give them a massive stroke. They need the iron mind. Through the years, I've combined meditation, action, and the iron into a single strength. I believe that when the body is strong, the mind thinks strong thoughts. Time spent away from the iron makes my mind degenerate. I wallow in a thick depression. My body shuts down my mind. The iron is the best antidepressant I've ever found. There's no better way to fight weakness than with strength. Once the mind and body have been awakened to their true potential, it's impossible to turn back. The iron never lies to you. 
you can walk outside and listen to all kinds of talk, get told that you're a god or a total bastard. The iron will always kick you the real deal. The iron is the great reference point, the all-knowing perspective giver. Always there, like a beacon in the pitch black, I've found the iron to be my greatest friend. It never freaks out on me, never runs. And friends may come and go, but 200 pounds is always 200 pounds. So this part of life looks different for so many of us, and there's not one clear-cut solution. One thing is true, being a little bit stronger, a little bit more capable, is never a bad thing. It can only increase our potential. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, 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 oh,